the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, everyone. It is a beautiful March 21st. It is a Tuesday. It's actually warm outside in here in Steubenville, Ohio, where I am recording from my dorm room. Chuss, with his mullet, is in his basement in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, I saw this on Good Morning Football, and they got into a big argument, so I'm just going to bring it up right off the bat before we get into news, start talking uh, trades and stuff that has happened. Who are your top five AFC quarterbacks? I have mine written down on this post-it mm. note. I have not shown Chuss. He does not know. but No, I, I don't. In, in fact, um, you know, I wasn't able to mentally prepare for this as much as he was, but um, I kind of have an idea in my head of what I'm doing for this. Um, are we going based off of, like, stats, you know, playoff appearances? Like, how are, how are you coordinating all of your stuff? I'm going to go Just, – like going into this season, who who do we think are our top five? Top five. Um, and, I would probably what. And I'm assuming Rogers to the Jets, and I'm assuming Lamar stays with the Ravens. Okay. Well, right I in my head, I wasn't gonna assume. I wasn't gonna put Lamar or Aaron Rodgers just because it's unknown, okay. Okay. really. Um, because as of right now, I I read something that you know the Green Bay and Jets trade is still being stalled because green bay wants a lot you know for the jets i i it's it's a weird thing i mean it's conflicting reports you know you never know but do you want me to start five to one or one go, to five go five to one. one go five to one five all right um actually it'd probably be easier if i went one to five but um but but i'll go five to one um arguably um Like, if I move Rodgers and Lamar out of it, I think five, and it might be controversial just depending on how much he's won, I I think Justin Herbert would be a a good solid number five Um, just because, like, I know that he might be considered a little overrated at times, but I think he's a solid quarterback. And, I mean, I feel like in some aspects he's definitely brought the Chargers a little bit around, you know, obviously not clutching up entirely, but I think that um, he's, he's been pretty, pretty solid. Um, I'm trying to think of a fourth because, um, like, I, I have my top three already on the top of my head, but I, I got to throw in a fourth right there. Um, um, we, I mean, if I wanted to count Lamar, I would put Lamar at probably four, but um, I'm trying to, like, look at the teams. I'm looking at the teams right now, just trying to, like, think of them off the top of my head. Um, Kenny Pickett. No, I was going to put, I, I don't think we've seen enough. I was going to put for four. Well, 
I was going to put for four, like either um, I thought about putting Tua just because I feel like that's another player that kind of, you know, has been molding, but he also has been hurt a lot and it's kind of hard to really tell with him. But um, so I, let's, I'm just going to put Herbert and Tua, but my top three would be um, just based off a lot. It would be, it, it might, people might be mad, but I'm going to go Allen Burrow Mahomes. Okay. So who do you think I have at the number one? I know you put Joe Burrow, but it's definitely not Joe so Burrow. Actually, you I, clearly I, have not been on Twitter. We've been talking about this on Twitter a little bit, um, and I made some <laughs> Bengals fans mad. I have let me see, Mahomes number one, Burrow's Burrow. number two, Allen, and like I said, I assumed Lamar with the Ravens because we haven't really seen anything with that. Then I've got Aaron Rodgers number five, and I think that this is one of the more controversial ones. I think a lot of people would agree with you that Herbert should be up there because of Aaron Rodgers' age. The reason I put Aaron Rodgers is he's been, in the last three seasons, he's been MVP twice. And last season, he lost his number one receiver, Devontae Adams. He went down, to, or he went over to Las Vegas. Uh, Aaron was working with some young guys that he didn't necessarily have chemistry with. Well, you know what? He's heading over to New York now, presumably. He's going to have Alan Lazard, who he's worked with in the past. He's got Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson was already breaking records as a rookie. Uh, he may have Elijah Moore, but I would I would personally put Elijah Moore in the trade to the Packers because Elijah Moore wanted to get traded anyway. But that doesn't matter. They've Their wide receiver room is deep. Uh, C.J. Uzama has also been useful with the Bengals. He wasn't a big threat last year at, at the tight end position. But I think him and Conklin will be helpful for Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the first 4,000-yard passer that the Jets have had since Joe Namath. And so that's why I'm putting at that, him at that five position. I think I really am excited to see the Aaron Rodgers-Garrett Wilson connection. I know a lot of people don't like Mr. Aaron Rodgers because of his political views or whatever, but that's not going to stop him on the field. That's not going to change uh, what he does with these young guys. I mean, it's one of those things where um, it, just like putting this out there for anybody that's an NFL fan or getting into it or whatever. I, I think that in some aspects, you kind of have to just put aside your differences. If you don't like a person, whether it's for political reasons or if they did something controversial in their past and it came out, but the NFL is still letting them play, depending on how controversial it is, that is. But like, mm -hmm. there have been a lot of things where people have been very upset about certain players and stuff coming back to the NFL or still playing under certain investigations and stuff. And I mean, a lot of people, you know, do not like Deshaun Watson. And although Deshaun Watson hasn't done a whole lot, um, sometimes you have to look past who they are as a person and have to look at them as a player. Because it's because it, like with Antonio Brown being in Tampa for a little bit and when he was in New England and when he was around and stuff like it, it was hard for everyone to be like taken seriously because of how much BS he had been going through with the Steelers and then getting traded to the Raiders and saying he has like cold sores or whatever it was. He, he had something wrong with him. I, I don't remember what the heck was going on, but um, like it, it was just it's one of those things where it, you, sometimes you have to just like look past all of that and look at them as a player. I mean, it's hard depending on the player because, you know, everyone's going to look at Deshaun Watson as the, uh, the, the massage dude and all of that, but um, it will be difficult. But with Aaron Rodgers specifically, I mean, 
I think it you should look away from the political views and look more towards him as a player, not as a person. You know, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of people struggle with that just in sports in general. For sure, yeah. but I mean, there's a difference between what Deshaun Watson did allegedly. I think it's still alleged, and what Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers just said stuff that people agreed with politically. He didn't do necessarily anything criminal or immoral. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. But I mean, like the NFL has given so many people, you know, second chances and stuff. It's kind of one of those things where you you, you kind of almost have to put things aside at points because they're still a player. And granted, you don't have to support them as a player, but if it, it's bad, but like I don't support Deshaun Watson and all of that. I mean, granted, it is allegedly. I mean, I'm pretty sure they settled out of court, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. I'm pretty sure it was all settled out of court. But it's one of those things where if Deshaun Watson next season ended up bringing the Browns to, you know, the playoffs would his track record get him but would he get any notor like notoriety just because he you know oh the browns are back in the playoffs <laughs> or would it be a lot of the browns made it back in the playoffs but this guy's a rapist type thing like would they give him that second chance or i mean i don't think he in, in an aspect i think it's hard to give him a second chance when there were so many alleged but i mean I mean, and the NFL was getting given second chances so many times. I mean, Michael Vick came back. I mentioned that before. Michael Vick came back and played ball for the Steelers for a season. I mean, Colin Kaepernick had tryouts and stuff, and he was considered politically controversial. But the difference between him and everything else is I don't think Colin Kaepernick was ever a really good quarterback. I think he was decent. Are you saying I think Colin? He... Yeah, Colin Kaepernick. You said, you said Colin. Sorry, Colin. Is Colin. it is it Colin? It's Colin, Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Colin Kaepernick, yeah. Um, get his name so right. sorry but either way I, I thought he was decent but i never thought that he was on some sort of like incredible level i mean he had a lot of really down years with san francisco so he I think also went to a move. super bowl yeah but he didn't win that super bowl so i mean there i mean you could also be like oh yeah um uh oh what's the guy's name um uh you could think of like all of these players in in the time <laughs> where they're like oh yeah you know um uh, oh yeah, Steelers player. Oh yeah, Neil O'Donnell. There you go. Neil O'Donnell uh, went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Cowboys, and then he ended up signing. I'm pretty sure a big contract with the Jets, and uh, didn't do anything else for the rest of his life. So I mean, like, yeah, he went to a Super Bowl, but what did that? I mean, he was he was average. I'm, I'm pretty like in my opinion, I thought he was like a, watching his film back in the '90s. I thought he was good, but I didn't think he was like extraordinary, like like extraordinary, you know. Hey, Neil O'Donnell is still alive. He's 56 years old. He might come back. He might come out and do something. You said he didn't do anything it. else for the rest of his life? He, I'm, I'm saying he didn't do anything for the rest of his life. He's got yeah, a lot of life, life ahead of him. Well, I hope that he does do stuff for the rest of his life, but I, I don't think he did anything as a uh, player much after that. But, I mean, I think, you know, I think you got to give some, uh, like, I think they need to put their differences aside with it. Aaron Rodgers with agreeing with that. It, if Twitter's going to get mad at you for that, I feel like that's stupid. Twitter like, is going to get mad it, at me for that. You know, Twitter's going to get you, mad at me for a lot of things. Yeah, Twi- don't hate the player. Hate the game. And Aaron Rodgers has mad game. And he's really good at the game. And and the player, he should not be hating the player. Twitter, you know? Twitter will stay mad at people even after they make up. Like Brett Coleman, who is a uh, – he's a YouTuber called The Film Room. 
and he he posted something tagged Pat McAfee in it. Pat McAfee misunderstood what it was, so he re- he responded in a negative way. Brett responded in a negative way. They were kind of bashing at each other. Their fan bases went at each other. I like both guys. Brett's a really cool dude. I really like Pat McAfee. Pat had Brett on Pat's show. They talked about it. They each gave both sides, and they didn't necessarily come to like a, oh yeah, I love I love you guys uh, forever. You're my new favorite person, but it definitely came to a. I understand where you're coming from now perspective, but people on Twitter mm-hmm. are still mad about it. They're like, Oh no, 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 no. So, I okay. Mean- and, and, and also I just want to also put an emphasis that I don't condone anything that any of these players have ever done in their past. I don't want people to be like, Oh, he's condoning Deshaun Watson for being a rapist or whatever, Talks. or alleged rapist. Like I'm not condoning that. I just think sometimes like I'm, that was maybe an extreme term, but, I think sometimes people, the Twitter needs the Twitter and other people need to look past the person and look more towards the game. My, so my uh, top five may have to change here. I'm on Twitter as I always am because free agency, you never know what's going to happen. And we're going to talk about some of the free agent signings that happened over the weekend. But I just saw a post uh, per Mike Florio, Lamar Jackson is ready to move on from the Ravens. And another source told him that Lamar does not want a fully guaranteed contract anymore. So, well, Ooh, maybe uh, <laughs> what's gonna happen? <clears throat> Interesting. I know some Colts are interest, or some Colts fans are maybe interested in having him. Uh, maybe he becomes the starter, and Gardner won't be uh, starting on a five million a year contract. Or maybe they won't have to draft a quarterback then. Uh, but I don't know. It really depends on where. I mean, Lamar could literally he could go to a different places, but maybe. Uh, I I was reading something because I, I looked up. Um, there was it, it was pretty interesting. Um, Mason Rudolph um, is like done in Pittsburgh. You know, I'm pretty sure he, uh, according to records, have, has just sold his house in the area. So I'm um, pretty sure he's moving on. But I looked up Mason Rudolph on Google to see if any teams were interested in even getting him on like a practice squad type thing. And um, I scrolled to the bottom. So obviously there wasn't any interest, but there was an article from like a couple of days ago that mentioned the Cardinals and their quarterback situation. Now, granted, they have Kyler Murray already. But what if they had, you know, maybe they uh, maybe they have a little bit of a competition in Arizona. Um, I mean, I don't know if they have enough cap space for that, but it would be pretty interesting to have Lamar and Kyler Murray. You could have Lamar Jackson as a running back at that point. So I, I think that would be a pretty. Uh, I mean, that's what already that's what uh, our boy Wesley already does on Madden. He puts uh, he puts uh, Lamar Jackson on a running back anyway. So what does it matter if they do it in the real world? It. So, Joe, we're going to be going on Joe's uh, show, Joe Camo's show, The Cardinal Rule, where he talks Arizona Cardinals sports and draft analysis and such. And we're going to make a mock draft for the Cardinals. So I've been kind of – I've been practicing. Because I'm not going to beat Joe as far as my mock draft, but I can beat you. That is my goal, to beat your mock draft for the Cardinals. For what, Arizona – for Cardinals? Yeah, because we got to go buddy. On, on March 27th. We're going yeah, on. Yeah, I know. Okay, but okay buddy. And, okay. And I, I'm going to beat you. And Joe, he – there have been some late-round drafts where they've taken a quarterback in the late round, and maybe uh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe not. Maybe I'll yeah, take – Yeah, maybe. Take, it takes Stetson Bennett. No, nah, third overall, I'm taking uh, – I'm going to take Anthony Richardson just for you. God <laughs> pick. But speaking of drafting quarterbacks, the team with the number one overall pick 
who we expected to maybe to draft a quarterback. They have Andy Dalton right now, but they're still expected to draft a quarterback. They've been making moves. They've got Von Bell. They've got Andy Dalton. We, we've been talking about in past episodes which guys they've got. Carolina Panthers, they just made another big move. Adam Thielen, who has been a touchdown machine. I believe last season he had more touchdowns than wide receivers such as Stephon Diggs. So this is a big move for the Carolina Panthers. Adam Thielen, he went on uh, Pat McAfee, and he said, I think we can win a Super Bowl with Carolina, which granted he's got he's kind of got to say that, but do you think that's reasonable this year? And not th- not you know, this year, no, I don't think. think I, I think potentially. I mean, it really depends on who they draft at quarterback and how well he looks this year and goes into next season. I mean, when they first drafted Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville, I mean, you kind of just assumed that Jacksonville wasn't going to do good that year, and I don't think they did anything at all. I think they maybe had like two or three wins that season when Trevor Lawrence was a rookie. Well, that's because um, was. Well, yeah, but none, yeah, but nonetheless, I mean, he still wasn't doing anything. I mean, regardless of if Urban Meyer was fired or not, I mean, nothing changed. The team didn't do anything. And then, yes, they got in Doug Peterson and stuff. And even at the beginning of the season, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I didn't think looked all that good. They didn't just start getting good until the end of the season when they just started winning games all of a sudden. It was when Trevor Lawrence all of a sudden just started coming out of nowhere and, like, hot. Like, next thing you know, they're getting blown out, and he comes back and beats the Chargers. Like, it's crazy. And then they kept it close, pretty close with the Chiefs, too. I mean, it wasn't like that game was anywhere close to a blowout. I mean, they were only down by, like, 10 points, you know, by the end of the game. So, it's one of those things where, I mean, that second season, a lot of people were like – I don't know about Trevor Lawrence, you know, Trevor Lawrence not looking that good, blah, 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 blah. And then next thing you know, like, I think they might have been like five and eight, and then they won their, like, last however many games four. or whatever it was, four. Yeah. They, yeah, they went nine and eight, made it to the playoffs, won the AFC South. Doug Peterson, yeah. phenomenal coach. Trevor Lawrence is kind of starting to look like what he was. <coughs> Trevor Lawrence was another guy who was kind of unfairly ranked, though. Like, he – Everyone thought that – or everyone said he was going to be, like, this generational talent, best quarterback since Andrew Luck, uh, Pey- Peyton Manning-type player who was just going to step onto the field and immediately be great. What a lot of people about – or what a lot of people forget about Peyton Manning, his rookie year, he sucked. Like, he was – Yeah. He was terrible. He led the league in interceptions, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I feel like they don't give him a fair ranking. And no matter who Carolina gets, whether it's Stroud, Young, Richardson, whoever it is that they decide that they want to go with, or if they decide to go with some random quarterback first overall, and they're like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to go with Stetson Bennett, even though he's ranked in the sixth or seventh round. We're going to go with Stetson Bennett because he was a a double back-to-back national champion. And, um like if they want to go with him, like whoever they go with, it really will depend on how they play this season. And if they play really great this season, like if they end up like leading, you know, Carolina to the playoffs, maybe losing in the wild card to whoever the, whoever the top team is this year, let's just say it is San Francisco in second place, San Francisco beats, you know, Carolina. Um, like it might be a, it might be a stepping stone, kind of like how Philly was when Philly went into the wild card spot back in Tampa makes it possible to shot the thousand, I guess against what Tampa Bay. It was like, what, 38-17 final or 40? It, it, it was, I mean, Tampa Bay beat them pretty badly, but I'm pretty sure it was Jalen Hurts' like rookie season. They went in, and um, and uh, 
they just made it into wild card. And then the year after they made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, they had a lot of key players working together and everything worked out for the Philadelphia Eagles other than winning the Super Bowl. But um, I mean, it just really depends. I don't think it'll be this year for Carolina, but I, I do think it, depending on how good this quarterback is, there is a lot of room for the future, maybe going into to next season. But it just really depends on if they go nine and eight or if they go two and 15 and then start lighting it up midway through the season next year like Trevor Lawrence did. So I would, I would like to correct myself. I don't know where I pulled this stat from about him leading the league. I, I, I just double-checked. That's why that ad popped up that you heard. I wasn't able to pause it quick enough. Did you hear that? No, I did not. Oh, well, maybe it's on my end. I don't know. There's a... I'm sorry if there was also a really loud ad at some point, listeners. But we're not sponsored by whatever ad that just played. No, we just are not. so you know. Um, no. Uh, but <clears throat> he has 55 touchdowns in his career, um, since 2014. So I don't know where I got the stat that he had 36. I don't know what that's counting. Maybe that's in since 2020 because he has 36 since. No, he does. I don't know what they were talking about. Anyway, just scratch that. I think it's still a good pickup for the Carolina Panthers, though. I don't know what I'm talking about, though, as far as touchdowns go. So, <laughs> um, what do you think, and I know you'd hate this, you'd probably be screaming at your TV and wishing the worst for him because you're toxic. What if the Carolina Panthers do take Anthony Richardson with the number one overall draft pick? I mean, in all honesty, I just think it would just take them a lot longer to develop him as a quarterback. Um, just because I feel like a lot of these quarterbacks aren't coming, aren't as coming out in their like coming out at like 2021 20, anymore. A lot of them are coming out at, you know, 22 you know, it's 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 very rare to see a quarterback that's a so that played his sophomore his freshman and sophomore year, going in first overall his junior year. I mean, like it, it happens, but I mean over the last couple of years we haven't really seen that. I mean, Joe Burrow lit up his last year. You know, Kenny Pickett blew up his last year. You know, I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that haven't really done a whole lot until you know. It's really it's just interesting because. I think his team, he didn't do a whole – like, I mean, he did enough for his team. I mean, they had um, they had, a, they had some difficult games and stuff that they played, but I feel like him as a player, I think he should have taken the extra year to go maybe one more year doing some college ball and just to really see because, I mean, his numbers don't look that great on paper. I mean, he could be really good. He could be a sleeper, but it's one of those things where – it's a really risky pick for somebody that's only going to be a junior. Um, I, I, I might yell at my TV about that because I think Carolina might be making a bad move there, but I hope that it works out for them because, you know, obviously, I mean, I don't think this, I don't think Anthony Richardson is like horrible. The reason I, I called him a bum was just because he's too young. Like, I think that he hasn't shown a lot of, you know, potential. It's not like, in his second year as a sophomore, he threw 60 touchdowns, seven interceptions and went on to the national championship. Like he, he threw, I think maybe 20 touchdowns and like eight interceptions, you know? And I mean, he had good yardage, but it's like one of those things where it's, it's tough to predict. Like then you, then you get like a Kenny Pickett who threw 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions, his final season. And then you have like Joe Burrow who didn't do a whole lot. And then all of a sudden his final season, he had, 
what I, you might know better than I do. He had definitely had what over 60 touchdowns. He had like less than 10 interceptions and then won the natty. Oh yeah. yeah it, I, know it, he I won, mean, I know he run. Uh, I know he won the natty. Let me see what his, I mean, he only, he only played two, two seasons. I mean, he played four seasons, but, to, but he was with Ohio state and didn't do anything. Yeah, he's and then he transferred. Yeah. And then he transferred to LSU where he blew up. So it's just, it's like one of those things where, I mean, it just, it just happens, you know, and oh. it was his last year. In his, uh, he was a fifth-year senior. Uh, his senior year, he threw 60 touchdowns and six interceptions, like you said. Before mm-hmm. that, um, his junior year, which was also at LSU, uh, he had 16 touchdowns and five interceptions. So Yeah, but that's you know, the thing. Like, if Joe Burrow would have declared draft that year, he probably his stock probably would have went for a fifth round. He might have really developed – like later on, it might have took him a couple years, but but it's kind of those things where it's like if he would have gotten drafted and they threw and if let's say the Bengals would have drafted him in like the third or fourth round and then they put him in, it, the thing with Joe is it might have taken him a lot longer to develop because he had only played three years of college ball compared to that extra year. It, it's weird because like it's almost like that extra year that you take before you declare draft, no matter where you are, sometimes is a very make or break thing. And it's, it's interesting to think about because like, you know, Kenny Pickett probably would have been a really solid fourth or fifth round draft pick, but then he took that extra year, his super senior year because of the COVID year and stuff like that. Next thing you know, he's, you know, considered one of the top quarterbacks in this weird draft year. And, um, and like, and I mean, you know, he shows a lot of promise. I mean, I think Anthony Richardson could be very promising, but I just don't think – I think that there's two quarterbacks that are on the board right now that are sitting right in front of them that are supposed – that could go somewhere in the top five picks, which is Stroud and Young. I don't know why you would not do that because Stroud and Young have shown a lot more promise than Richardson. Young has done a lot more. I would go with Bryce Young personally, but, I mean, it's not my pick – I, I just think that, you know, Anthony Richardson might be a, a, a too much of a big jump for someone that's so young. So, so I mean, I think you make a really good point because I, I pulled up Kenny Pickett's stats as well. And we said Joe went 60 touchdowns and six interceptions from his 16 to five season. Kenny Pickett in 2020 <laughs> uh, went 13 and nine touchdown to interception. That was as a senior. Exactly. Then as, then as a fifth year mm-hmm. senior, he went 42 and seven. So. Mm-hmm. That's a huge jump um, as a sophomore. And he's a third-year sophomore because he had he was redshirted his freshman year, it looks like. Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. was. It, it looks like, and granted, it's Florida. It's not a huge uh, football school like Alabama or LSU. But Pitt isn't really either. I'd say Pitt and Florida are kind of on the same. Uh, Florida's probably I, a little bit bigger. but I would say right now, yes, just because – you know, at one point, Florida did have Tim Tebow and then right. Aaron Hernandez and all of that. And then they were a legendary team back way back then. Once again, good team. Don't condone Aaron Hernandez, but he was a great player for the Florida Gators during his time. And Urban Meyer it's just was the their point. coach. <laughs> exactly. And this is all the points that I was making earlier. It's like it was a good team. Think about the game, not the players. So that's right. that, that was the big point I was making. But it was a solid team. Florida was really good. And then back, like, way back in, like, the 20th century, like, 80, you know, with Dan Marino and stuff, like, it, you know, during that era of Pitt, like, you know, Pitt was a dog. Like, they for were sure, dogs. For sure. So, but now, like, Pitt's not as – 2021, when Kenny Pickett did that, 
like we like 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions. That was the first time Pitt had like such an amazing season in a very long time. Right. It, it had been a very long time. So it was a very special year. And that's why, you know, and I think Florida, this is the same way. It was like, they had that really special year and then they haven't really fallen into that same position. But I think Florida has all the potential to be really good for like a season or two. But I think Anthony Richardson should have given it given it a chance. We'll we'll see. So, we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe no one takes him. Maybe I Yeah. I, I no. think he will get drafted. I just don't think he'll get drafted as early as he looks, Carolina wants him. He looks anxious when he throws. Like he gets flustered easily from what I've watched of him. And, and that's only gonna that increase shows, in the NFL. Yeah. And that shows bad confidence, and that's not something you want to look at. Like that's something that, that those are like things that you tweak out whenever you are in college mm-hmm. like the, like you know if anthony richardson would have declared draft he probably would have started for florida again right. but the thing is is like he probably maybe he's a little you know nervous and stuff but as he gets his feet more like he gets like his feet wet more like all of a sudden he goes from you know shaking his hands to all of a sudden being like like it was it was crazy like you, you would like i said before the reason like kenny pickett just amazes me is just because i went and watched him like you know five years at Pitt. Mm-hmm. i mean the one season he didn't really start a whole lot but you watch him comparing him to his fourth like his senior year that you said 13 and nine like the 13 nine um and you look at his senior year and just compare it like kenny pickett just looked so confident his super senior year that it was actually absurd like he literally like he would stand there and like granted we didn't have a great ACC that year like when we played Clemson they weren't that good and it was it was just a whole thing but like next thing you know like Clemson's like rushing Kenny like you know they're doing like a blitz almost it's like a fourth third or fourth down Kenny Pickett just goes and just like just lobs it up just to Jordan Addison for a touchdown like it was beautiful he just looked comfortable he didn't scramble he didn't leave he just stayed and just went and it was just beautiful I mean the play might have been a little different than how I'm remembering it in my head but it just he he didn't move that much and he just kind of like just lobbed it up and it was a touchdown and it, it was beautiful and it's one of those things where you could tell he was much more confident in his last year than it was like his first couple of seasons he was doing a lot of scrambling and I mean he's doing a lot of scrambling now with the Steelers but I think with time I think he can really develop and I think a lot could happen for Richardson, but I just think it's I think it's a little too premature for him to yeah, jump in. I'm looking at the but, Panthers. I'm pe- looking at the Panthers' schedule, and there's not really a team on here that has a huge pass rush. There's some teams that I mean they have good players, like the Lions have Aiden Hutchinson. The only team that is really a threat at the pass rush is the Dallas Cowboys with Micah Parson. So mm-hmm. I mean maybe you could get away with starting him, but I think I agree with you that he should maybe wait. I get, like, you're excited to get in the NFL, but if you're getting anxious already playing with college guys, guys your own age, the Miles Garrett types of the world, the superhumans, the TJ Watts, they're they're going to, like, they're going to chase you out of the stadium, I would think. But we'll see what yeah. happens. Best of luck to Anthony Richardson. I do want to move on to we had some big names get signed this weekend, and the Steelers did nothing, which made me happy. <laughs> I, I have to throw that out there for you every so often. Um, yeah, but it, what did the Bengals do? It, what, what was so we missed out the on Bengals. these deals. That's what we did. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah. so some names that we thought were going to get very quickly signed were uh, CJ Gardner Johnson, and it was where is CJ Gardner Johnson going to go? Is he going to stay with the Eagles, run it back another year? Uh, is he going to go to a different team? Bengals may have been in 
maybe not. I don't know. Bengals ended up signing Nick Scott from the Rams, so it was like, okay, they're probably out on the C.J. Gardner-Johnson race. He probably wants a ton of money, right? That's what we're all thinking. No, no. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he uh, one-year contract with a maximum value of $8 million. I was like, <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what? <laughs> we could have paid that. We could have, oh, come on. With, uh, with the money we saved on Orlando Brown, I love C.J. The thing is, that a lot of people have brought up, though, is maybe his personality and temperament didn't necessarily mesh with the locker room and what the Cincinnati Bengals are trying to build. Um, yeah. I mean, you know you know the you know the defensive talent, and you've seen C.J. Gardner-Johnson because you've, you've gone to the Eagles games. He played for the Eagles last year. Do you think his talent versus, like, say, his personality, and obviously neither of us know C.J. Gardner-Johnson, what – what do you do you think it's worth um his skill is worth battling with his personality and do you think this is a good deal for the Detroit Lions you know I mean I think I mean like I said I don't I I, I've seen him play and it's one of those things where it's not necessarily like I don't do like my research on Eagles news and stuff so I don't know how he see like CJ Gardner Johnson looks in the locker room and what the rumors are going on about him 95% of the time. But I mean, I think he's a very talented player. And if he has personality troubles and maybe he's not meshing with the locker room, I mean, teams have already done that before. I mean, uh, people were talking like the LA Rams, like when they run in Odell Beckham, like a lot of people had controversy with that because they said Odell Beckham was hard to work with in the locker room and all that, blah, 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 blah. Like, so they, they brought in um, Odell Beckham. And I mean, <laughs> he I think he did fine I mean it was only for half a season or whatever he was when he got signed I don't remember if it was a full year or what but I know he got hurt in the in the uh, postseason or towards the end of the postseason and um I think for this I mean it's kind of interesting though because you said it's a one-year deal Mm -hmm. right one year worse it almost it, it almost seems like you know after Detroit you know had a really decent season this year it's almost like Detroit's trying really hard this season to make it to the like the Super Bowl. Like I mean, I feel like it's it's weird because like I don't think they have like the talent just yet to make a deep run unless they get hot at the right minute. Like if they go 10 and 7 and then go in and just happen to beat teams like just in that moment, like I think that there could be a lot going for them there. But it's just interesting to me because you know, signing a one-year deal for somebody like as talented as CJ Gardner Johnson is just for like a year when any team could have done that like maybe there was a lot of personality issues but it feels like detroit's almost like trying to scheme something up here like something like they're cooking they're cooking something that's what the eagles did though one year deal and they ended up at the super bowl with cj um and you mentioned the lions had a good season their defense was trash though there was a point during Detroit's season where they had the number one scoring offense and they had the worst defense in the nfl yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where they, they had a good season. It was just they, they had a lot of – I mean, a lot of teams have been like that, though. I mean, like – yeah, I mean, I think about – just instantly, I mean, you know, I think about, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, back in the last couple, like, years when they had the stellar offense with the Killer Bees, but their defense had nothing. Like, literally, their defense would have nothing, and we would lose to the Patriots every single year. Or the Jacksonville Jaguars, which was a really weird – 45-42 final. <laughs> It was the weirdest thing ever, but I was like, but like, that's the point. Like, it's like, I feel like defenses are very key to winning championships. 
Um, it doesn't have to be the only key factor. I mean, San Francisco had a stellar defense back in the 2020 against Kansas City, and and I feel like they had a little bit of almost like a not as eventful offense in my opinion i mean you had debo samuel and stuff like that and you had like a decent running back and you had george kittle still but it wasn't like as notable as like a patch Mahomes when you know you got tyreek hill and you know and um uh, travis kelsey and their stud running back at the time who wasn't kareem hunt it was somebody else that i can't think of right now but you you, you get the gist so um Paul charles you still talking about the chiefs yeah, but Jamal 2020 Charles. Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, 2020 Chiefs. 2020. It wasn't Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles. Was, yeah, I thought. I, I don't know. It, it wouldn't have been. No, it wasn't Kareem. It, it could. It wouldn't have been Clyde Edwards Hunt Hilaire. Could, maybe. I mean, but I thought Hilaire was hurt, so I don't. I don't know who it was. Maybe, about? but it, it, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I, oh, I, he, he was oh, good. He was good. Oh, he, was, he was a good player, but we can't remember his name. CJ <laughs> Gardner Johnson to the Lions. The Lions are saying. Best uh, best defense or best offense is a good defense because our defense sucked last year. But we have Aiden Hutchinson; he's young. We got Jeff Akuda if he can stay healthy. Third overall pick from twenty twenty. We're gonna we're gonna keep it up. We're gonna keep fighting, and uh, MCDC is gonna keep uh, <coughs> cracking kneecaps up there in Detroit. So another big signing, another guy who I was hoping the Bengals would go after, and I was like, oh shoot, it's probably too expensive. And then I was once again shown, nope. And this pretty much, what this told me is the Bengals are going after a tight end in the draft, I think. And uh, Dalton Schultz, $9 million a year to the Texans, the other team in uh, Texas. He was going, he was a Dallas Cowboy. Now Cowboys fans are trying to pretend like he was crap, you know, he he was the reason they lost, which granted he did make a mistake in the playoffs. I think he made one or two mistakes in the playoffs, which, you know, that happens. Mistakes happen. Dalton Schultz is still a guy I really like. I think he's a talent, talent at the tight end position. He's not a Travis Kelsey, but he's also not going to be uh, the reason you lose games normally. So I think $9 million a year is a good deal for him. I like it. Texans are making moves. They're trying to improve. They also signed Devin Singletary, $4 million a year. He used to be the starter up in uh, Buffalo, and the Texans came up and they said, hey, uh, we got we got a guy last year. We're going to bring in another guy. I don't know if Devin's going to be the starting back or not, but this means that the Bills have an open spot. And who did they go and sign? They went and signed their rival, uh, former rival, Damian Harris, who was a Patriot. He's their Bills' new running back. Bills' main problem the last few years has been at the running back position. Damian Harris is hoping to improve that, maybe get a few more yards than Josh Allen so that Josh Allen isn't the rushing leader this year. We'll see what happens. Uh, they still got James Cook, Dalvin's younger <coughs> brother back there. We got all kinds of stuff that can happen. Isaiah McKenzie going to the Colts from the Bills. They're, all these teams got together, and they're just moving everything. And then Dante Hightower is – going to be retiring 11 years with the Patriots. It's wild what's going on. Uh, NFL is a crazy place. I just threw a ton of stuff at you. What What do you think about any of that, all of that? Do you need me to recap again? Do I need you to recap? No, I feel like it would just make everything drag. Um, so <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think you need to go on another two-minute thing when I can just double-check. I mean – 
because it was the, the Texans, I think, obviously, are making some moves. Um, I think it's interesting. I mean, because the Texans didn't really have anything that iconic this season that really made like set them apart. Like, oh, they have this one stud player. Like, I feel like they just kind of all had like mid guys at the time. I mean, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, like, there's no like super iconic player in Houston right now. Like, there used to be like JJ Watt and stuff like that was always an icon, but he got traded to Arizona and then retired. So, um, I think them signing Dalton Schultz is kind of a big thing. I mean, obviously it was only a one year deal, which is pretty interesting. Once again, another one year. And then uh, Devin, Devin Singletary was only a one year deal as well. Um, it's kind of interesting with those, um, those two players, but I definitely think Houston is trying to develop a team at least, but I think it's interesting that they only signed them for one year deals. Um, in my opinion, just because, you know, if Houston's trying to look long-term, like it's different with Detroit where like Detroit has a lot of the key pieces that they need. They just need like a couple one-year signings to maybe have like a really good team this year to maybe make a playoff push. Like, I mean, cause obviously they were nine and eight last season. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I mean, you could fact check me on that. I'm pretty sure they almost made playoffs with their solid nine and eight record. Um, and, uh, and I think, think it's just really interesting that you know like houston didn't do anything like they didn't even make it close to playoffs pretty sure they were one of the first teams eliminated from playoff contention and for them to sign one-year deals i feel like is pretty bold considering they don't even know what quarterback they're gonna get you know or what 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 he's gonna play like i mean you know like you, you still had like did they let did they still have davis mills under contract yeah he's or a, is he he's a 2021 rookie he's gonna He's going to have to keep playing. I feel like they brought a quarterback in, though. What quarterback did they bring in? Did they bring in, a like, a backup? No, I felt like – I thought they signed someone. But, you know, now it's kind of – It just says Davis Mills and EJ Perry. For some reason, I thought Jimmy Garoppolo – No, Jimmy Garoppolo was with the Raiders. I don't know who I thought they brought in. But maybe they – maybe Bryce Young? Maybe, but the thing with it is, like, you would have to hope that Bryce Young is good enough to, you know, start immediately because, you know, I mean, even if you have, like, you know, Devin Singletary and Dalton Schultz, you know, Brandon Cooks was traded from Houston to go to uh, Dallas. So I don't really know who the heck they have on wide receiver now. So, I mean, you're going to need some wide receivers. There's a lot that Houston needs, and I don't. I don't think that uh, – what, what are you knowing about? You're, you're, I saw you yeah, like they, got, they got John Mechie, who didn't play last year because of his cancer. I don't know if he's going to play this year out of Alabama. Okay. Uh, they got Robert Roberto Woods, Mr. Trees, Bobby Forrest. Is his, is his name – are you talking about Robert Woods or Robert, are you – Robert is this Woods. Robert Woods. Okay, Bobby this isn't Trees. some random – because this isn't some random guy named Roberto Woods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just, Roberto whatever. Woods, okay. a.k.a. Bobby Trees. <laughs> and then they got Nico, okay. Nico Collins. Uh, I, but I think they're average. Like I, yeah, I think Nico but... Collins is average, and Robert Woods never really proved anything in Tennessee. Bobby Trees. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping, you know, they all do well. But I think Nico Collins is still relatively, you know, new to the mm-hmm. position i mean he's been in the league a couple like a year couple years but I, I don't think he's really been put into a position where he would be starting so it'd be quite interesting i mean i still think houston needs a wide receiver or a couple wide receivers i mean tight end running back cool you got that fi- figured out but like what about your wide receivers who who's bryce young if they sign bryce young 
who is he going to throw to other than Dalton Schultz? You can't just have him throw to Dalton Schultz every game. I mean, you could, I guess, yeah. but. <laughs> Bobby Trees on one side, Dalton Schultz on the other. That, that oh, so Dalton Schultz is going to start running fades. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's that's really cool. Um, um, and then you've got, they got Devin Singletary coming in. Damian Pierce running back. He was good last year. He, he wasn't promise. bad. He wasn't bad. He was a uh, he was a rookie last year. He had 939 rushing yards and four touchdowns. He had 30 receiving yards, or he had 30 receptions, 165 receiving yards. 30 so, receiving yards. I was about to say, dang, that uh, guy stinks no, no, dude, for he, receiving uh, for a, receiving. As a rookie, as a rookie though, he had that, that's solid rookie numbers. So though. That's solid maybe we're just gonna run first. We're gonna pull the old uh, Titans. But what about their? But what about the Houston's defense? Like, what do they have on defense? Uh, they do not have. JJ Watt. Well, I can, yeah. I can tell you what they don't have. They don't have a JJ Watt. They don't have uh, lots of players, I feel like. Ooh, ooh, what about so we've been hearing this is another thing we can talk about. DeAndre Hopkins maybe on the trade block. And I'm hoping that goes through before March twenty seventh so I can uh, figure out what I'm going to do with him in the mock draft for Joe, but does DeAndre Hopkins go back to uh, Houston now that Mr. Bill O'Brien's gone? He's been away for a while. Maybe he wants to make a return. No, 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 no. No, I don't think so. I I think, I think DeAndre Hopkins at this point in his career really just wants to win a Super Bowl. I, I don't, I don't think he really cares about going back to my hometown that, made him famous because i don't think he cares I, I think he's just i think at this point he just wants a ring because i think at this point in a lot of people players careers i don't think they care much about the money i think they care more about rings well i'll tell you what so. if he if he wants a ring he should not sign with the new england patriots and they're the favorites and i know that sounds like a weird sentence because like new england and the super bowl were synonymous for so many years but they got mac jones they don't have tom brady uh, Aaron Rodgers. Mac Jones. Mac Jones will probably overthrow the ball to DeAndre Hopkins somehow. Well, <laughs> you got Aaron Rodgers coming into the division. You've got uh, Josh Allen in the division. The Bills have been <clears throat> a juggernaut for years. Jets coming up with, like I said, Aaron Rodgers, and then the Dolphins are also on their way up. Jalen Ramsey just went into that division. I'm not. If I want a ring, I am not going to the Patriots. They are the no, I, I mean, maybe maybe DeAndre Hopkins is thinking more about the money and playing and stuff rather than the ring, but I thought for the longest time he just seemed like the type of guy that at this point like just wanted that ring because, I mean, he's older now. I mean, he's not like he used to be. I mean, it, it him and I remember having Hopkins and Julio Jones on the same, you know, fantasy football team because they were both studs, and now Julio Jones is what, – what is going on with Julio Jones? Where, where is he at right now? Julio What's he Jones up to? At? Where, yeah, I, last gonna, time I checked, I'm pretty sure he was in Tampa. But I'm, I, what happened to Julio Jones? I got to know. A Where's fun he game of where in the world is Julio Jones? Yeah, it's like where's uh, Waldo? He where's a, Julio? He is a free agent. Sad. Um, he, he was last with Tampa. Yes, to, so I, I do remember that. He went down to Tampa to play with uh, Tommy Brady. Tampa Bray. Brady Nears. And, and let's see here. How many touchdowns did he have? How many touchdowns do you think he had? Two. Did you Google that? That's exactly how many no, touchdowns he Yeah, two. He also had – How uh, would I have Googled that? <laughs> 299 yards. I don't know. That was just 
got it right away. Uh, I just, I mean, as we get closer to the draft, our pieces are falling into place. We're starting to find out, like, maybe what teams actually need. Dante Hightower retiring from the Patriots. That's going to be a big hit. He's potentially a Hall of Famer. We can talk about that mm-hmm. later. I don't think we have enough time to get into that right now. But um, I mean, they already lost um, that uh, the other guy for New England. That other guy just retired because I'm seeing him all over my feed still. Um, what uh, I can't think of his name. He's the free safety. McCourty for the New England Patriots. Devin McCourtney. Devin McCourty. McCourtney. Yeah, McCourty. Jason, Jason's McCourtney. brother. Yeah, he, he didn't he just retire. He, or he left, or he did something, because he had a billboard out. I was like, thanks for everything, New England. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, he was a safety for 13 seasons with the New England Patriots. But uh, Yeah, he, he did retire this year. So so I thought, so they, they're, they're without Devin McCourty, too. And Devin, Devin came out, and he said something. He said some Patriots players wanted Bailey Zappi, some wanted Mac Jones. So Zappy Hour might not be over. Mac Jones had better watch it. He. Uh, it's interesting. I know everyone was saying Mac. He was another one. He was gonna be the second Tom Brady. I think he might be the second Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> Bailey Zappy might be the second Tom Brady. Okay. History is repeating itself. Uh. Okay. Bailey Zappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just like his name. Um, is it, I think that's I think that's all we kind of just. I think I liked the I thought you had a really great insight on Anthony Richardson. I thought that that was very smart. So I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that. That's gonna be a little short. I'm I'm glad that uh glad that you liked it. I'm very I, proud of I, I, I he he's very promising. So but he just I think it's a a, a bum pick as of right now. But um, maybe he will surprise. Bum. So, because I remember, because when we were when we were talking on the Jets cast with Stan on uh, last Monday, I, I called him a bum and I thought he was bad. But I, I wanted to reiterate that I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's NFL ready as of this point. But maybe he'll surprise. I always like to say, and I've said it since I've been here. I like. I hope that they. Um, I hope that they prove me wrong. I hope he proves me wrong. I love to say that. Well. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, I'm going to go into my spiel now, though. I'm also going to hype up the merch because the merch is awesome. I got some of the merch. I wore the merch. I know you did. I know. You got a tank top. So that's yeah, fun. So, uh, yeah, so thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed our conversation, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps us out. We can, ba- we can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube at No Butch Show. Our social media pages are nobuts underscore show on Instagram and nobuts show on TikTok. My Twitter is Josh underscore butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach us, what is that? What? They're crackers. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I don't have to eat them. For, but... the pe- for the people who aren't on YouTube, Trust is hold- was holding something crackers. up to the camera. Okay. Yeah. The crackers. If you would like to. <laughs> Again, the t- my Twitter is Josh underscore butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast2. It's number two uh, at gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop where you can buy all the merch. I just got some merch. Uh, there's a 20% off deal going right now. 
Uh, I got a sticker. The sticker looks really cool. It's on the back of my laptop, which I'm recording on right now, so I can't show you. And then uh, I worked out in the tank top yesterday. It was super comfortable. I got one that said, God is great, beer is good, football's fun, and chess is toxic because it's true. If you believe those things, that, that tank top's for you. There's also stuff that says, let somebody cook. Uh, Chuss likes to yell that. It's true. Got to let somebody cook. We're tired of this plug and play with the quarterbacks going on. Uh, the spread shop link will be in the description. So make sure to check out some of that merch. We got, we got those two designs out there on all kinds of different stuff. Uh, once again, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure to like comment and subscribe and until next time, go do something nice for somebody else.